Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. All right, now we're live. Yeah, let me play some music. Don't play the music. You already butchered the the whole intro. Hold on, we got to do music. Welcome, everybody. Fantasy Empire. Chrissy V, Nando D. We're going to take you into week 11 the classy way. Uh, Chrissy Chris, D how was your and week? Nando D. How was your week? How was your week? <laughs> uh, it was good, Nando. Now that you thought we were live and we weren't, and it's week 11 and you still can't figure out how to... Uh, work the site and, and get us live but i hit the uh, go live button i don't know why it didn't i don't know why it didn't go live and struggling then like, early the red, the red thing's not there struggling early my friend but here we are week 11 huge week 11 only four weeks left of the fantasy regular season time to go four and oh get yourself in the playoff win a regular season title and uh yep that's right that's me why telling would you, you just say brutal. that why would you have to text me that you could say that on air i did Brutal, brutal. Right. Thinking that we were live and and we weren't, but you get into it a lot. You could have been like, "It's not red." You could have said, "Hey, it's not mm-hmm. red." I could have, but I didn't. I wanted to watch you fail. I do the same thing every you're week. So good at it, I know. And you every week you think you're so great at it, and you something goes wrong. Oh, right, you know Either what? The, Next yeah. week, Chris Vaccaro is going to do all the back end stuff. Yeah, all and right. we'll see Nobody what that cares. looks like. Nobody Which cares about that, Nando. They just care about the uh, the fantasy football aspect. You just wasted terrible. three minutes talking about it, but instead of football. <laughs> Listen, nice high scoring week ten, Nando. Uh, a lot of uh, good games, big time fantasy performances, a lot of blow up games, which led to what I saw across all my leagues were a bunch of 170, 180 point uh, type of weeks. So. Uh, that was nice to see, especially coming off of the week before that, week nine, and a bunch of low-scoring weeks that we've had to sit through this week, but this year, but uh, not uh, this past week. And hopefully that leads on to uh, what we can hopefully get week in and week out going forward here. We only have four pretty crappy teams on a bye, so that really won't affect us too much fantasy-wise uh, going into this week. and uh, And we'll see. We'll see. It should be uh, it should be fun. Some good games in week eleven. What's this this week? I mean, you are Johnny Thanksgiving, as far as I'm concerned. Um, <laughs> is this week kind of like? I do love. Thanksgiving now. Yeah, like this. I mean, like next week is obviously Thanksgiving. Like the game is this week kind of like? Do you feel like the tingles already starting? Like it's almost like holiday season for you. You feel good. You had a good week ten. You feel mm-hmm. good about eleven now. Like this is like, you know, it's it's like you could feel it in the air a little bit for Chris Carroll, right? Yeah, usually Thanksgiving week when you you know you're sitting down watching Thanksgiving football, you know there's a lot more on the line in your in your leagues and coming down the stretch. It's usually two or three weeks left in the fantasy season, so yeah, you definitely feel it. You know, it's uh, it's mid November and uh, we're well on our way to uh, trying to get these teams into the playoffs. Uh, so yeah, it's crunch time every week. You know. Early in the season, yeah, it's nice to get off to a good start, Nando, and, and have some good weeks and everything. But you don't feel like the pressure in like week three or whatever. Now, week 10, week 11, and on here, every week is a huge week. If you drop a dud, one of those 90-point weeks, 100, it'll sink your whole season. You'll look back yeah. on it and go, oh, week 11 was the week that uh, my team died and got eliminated from the playoffs and ran out of contention. And, you know, so these are the weeks you really remember. These are the weeks when you want to drop one of those – 180s to 200 point weeks and shoot up the standings and and get yourself into the playoffs. Uh, you play in the high stakes leagues. You've made 
uh, a very, I guess, loud point about that every single show. Um, when does it start? Like you, you, this is a big deal for you because the, the points and the average points and the weekly scoring is a big deal for you in the playoffs. Whereas like a normal person, if they dropped the 90 point game next week would be like, good. I got out of my, I got out of my system. You know, I had a couple buys. It feels good, but you need like that 150 week because that has, that plays into the standings and how much like you, your base when yeah. you're going to the playoffs is based on your average weekly scoring, right? Yeah, I mean, listen, at the high stakes level, it's more important to drop a good number. You know, the points are more important than a win or a loss at right, this year, right. you know, because top three uh, or top four, depending on if it's an NFFC or FFPC um, leagues, only the top three or four get in in uh, high, in uh, points. So you could – I have a team – Nando, no joke. I have a team that's fourth in points in – one of my big leagues, and I am one and nine. One and nine. And I don't care. It doesn't matter. I don't even look who I'm playing against. It doesn't matter to me if I win or lose. I just need to finish in the top four to get into that individual uh, playoff uh, point-wise. So that's that's really what you mean. Yeah, yeah. No, there's been a lot of weeks where I've dropped, you know, a good 160, 165, and I just happen to be playing the team that dropped a 185, a 180. So – Points is more important. Obviously, if we're talking to you know our listeners that are in home leagues, you drop one of those terrible eighty-point weeks. It's just a loss. If you're six and three, and now you're six and four, it doesn't matter if you lost by eighty points or, or one point. Right. But uh, you know, in a lot of the high-stakes leagues, points is important, and you want to make sure you try and staying above one hundred and fifty points every week. Uh, that's the goal every week, in my eyes, and uh, the last couple of weeks, as you've seen. You across leagues, it's 80 points, 90 points, just because of so many injuries, so many bad quarterback performances, a lot of duds in, uh, you know, a lot of dud performances by a lot of players and people starting lineups. So uh, there's nothing you can do about it. You just want to have those consistent players and there's not too many of them out there. And uh, as we hit week 11, I think now we know who we can rely on, who we could trust, who we can't trust. And that's who we want to uh, roll with. There's no more, I learned this more than ever this year, Nando, to end this point, is there's no more playing matchups. No, I'm just saying that, you know, in years past, I've always tried to, like, let me take that wide receiver five off my bench and bring him into my starting lineup this year because he's got a better matchup than my wide receiver two, you know? Right. And I've gotten burned by that again early this year. Just play your best you know, your best lineup every week. Don't say, oh, let me look at my bench and, and this guy's got a, a better matchup and I'm putting him in. It it works out less times than it than it works out. So that's, uh, you know, that's where, uh, that's what I would say. Right. By the way, I see in the, in the, in the chat, uh, shout out to our boy, Joey Brown. Uh, I think he's top 10 overall in the prime time. Uh, he's having a, a huge year. So shout out to him. There he is. And, oh, and he's got a primetime question this week. Justin Herbert or C.J. Stroud in the – Joey, I'll say this for this game because I'm uh, – Nando, I actually have a Justin Herbert or Jarrett Goff uh, decision that yeah. I think is Justin a very Herbert's close garbage. decision. Yeah, yeah, he's garbage with his 40-point performance last week while you were uh, out on the town not watching football. Joe, uh, if, if that game in Green Bay is bad weather – and that's what I'll be keeping my eye on because you're taking a West Coast team over to Green Bay uh, for a one o'clock game. And if that's one of those 22 degree type Green Bay Sunday afternoons and you're taking that warm weather indoor West Coast team there, you got a hot CJ Stroud. I might lean Stroud there as crazy as it seems. You wanted to lead with quarterbacks. Let's answer this quarterback question and then jump into yeah. some of the, the Deshaun Watson stuff and everything you wanted to talk about. Yeah, uh, Kyler or Dobbs? Can you imagine? Oh, that's a good one, like- hey, Ryan. That's a good one uh, because Dobbs might be getting Justin Jefferson. That's one of the news topics I wanted to bring up. Justin Jefferson's been running sprints the last uh, week in practice and, and feeling no pain. They might activate him and, and and let him loose this week. And Justin Jefferson, after seeing what this team and offense is doing the last couple of weeks with Dobbs. He's got to feel, you know, rejuvenated to be like, hey, I thought the season was done when my quarterback went down weeks ago. You know, we have the savior here in Dobbs. So 
God, but I loved what I saw out of Kyler, and I love his matchup in Houston. Uh, that game is a sneaky shootout. At, whoever would have thought Nando Arizona versus Houston is a game that I'm going to be keened in on. Uh, that's going to be a fun game between Kyler and Stroud with a you lot know, of good offensive weapons on both sides of the ball there. So uh, I'll lean Dobbs to answer your question, Ryan, but um, it's close. When I sent you the rundown, I had a Houston question in there, and you made fun of it. So – uh, I didn't look. Yeah, how could you say it was bad? Nah, I know Tyler, it, Tyler it was. was it was. It was, it was pretty was good. Terrible. I thought it was a pretty good question. It was. It really because okay. sp- that would have done when you answered it. Then would have been like, let's talk about Houston for a second. How they're suddenly this interesting team. Yeah, but you don't okay. understand like where you know how to get that. What was your question then? Why don't you ask it then? If it was so good, let's let the people. Let's let the listeners decide. I got. Oh, well, why don't you talk about the quarterback news and I'll pull it up. I threw well, it listen, away because you said it sucked. Uh, the quarterback news, as we hit, uh, you know, going live here today, uh, you know, a couple hours before, Deshaun Watson out for the season, uh, broken, uh, fractured shoulder, huge hit to uh, that Browns offense that uh, was starting to get uh, rolling. Big win, 33-31 in Baltimore. Uh, what was weird is he came out of the game with a boot on his foot because he hurt his ankle in that game, and yet. Now we find out he's got a fractured shoulder and he's out for the year. So it's back to uh, Nando's favorite football player, PJ Walker, uh, for the yes. rest of the season, most yes. likely. And just as I was getting excited for my Elijah Moore shares, and I'm sure Amari Cooper uh, owners were getting excited for him rest of the season with Deshaun Watson. It's back to the PJ Walker days. So good luck with that. And uh, Justin Fields looks like uh, fantasy managers might be getting their top 10 fantasy quarterback back this week after the thumb injury. And uh, good time to do it. He's coming back in the Dome versus Detroit in a game that I think could be one of those high-scoring games. Absolutely love this Lions offense, this Lions team. They're probably my favorite team to watch every Sunday. Um, And uh, that's Justin Fields. So he's uh, he's oh, coming back. You've been fact checked by Joey Brown. What's that? PJ Walker's not starting. Oh my God, Dorian Thompson. Wow. He was. I mean, look, he was a bit of a disaster, but that's the guy's no, first. No, he was. And a he's disaster. a rookie. You know what I mean? Like oh, you gotta get, cut him some slack. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty. Uh, yeah. Browns. Are we were excited to start Dorian Thompson. And that's actually been double fact checked. That is crazy. That is. How can you show up on a show like this at this level? And <laughs> it just a, broke. It literally just popped up on on. It literally just popped up on our phone. Sorry that I expected the quarterback that was quarterbacking every the whole time Watson was out to to take over. But shout uh, out to Joey Brown. Yeah. Oh, that's, two that's even worse. Yeah. Uh, Nanda, I got to tell you, I'm, I'd be. I'd be pissed if I was an Amari Cooper owner. I'd be bailing. Uh, I don't know. Man. I mean, look, wide receiver two to a. Yeah, I know. Here comes Nando to play the play the other side. Go ahead. All I'm saying is, I'm sure there's a reason. Like PJ Walker was, he wasn't Jacoby Brissett, right? But I mean, he was good enough. Kept him in the games. He was serviceable. If now you're yeah. at the point where you're the Browns and you're kind of, you're in it, like your defense is going to be mad at the entire offense for blowing games, and you're mm-hmm. going to throw Dorian Thompson back in there. I mean, they, they see him in practice every day. There's got to be something they believe in. You know what I mean? Like this, I don't think it's going to be a, like a Mari Cooper, like throwing his helmet on the sideline, you know? Yeah. Well, okay. If you think you're getting a Mari Cooper nine for 120 and two touchdown type games in the future, then, uh, you know, good luck predicting that. Well, maybe uh, they'll force gonna it. Be, you know? uh, maybe they'll force No, it. what this is going to be is a run heavy, even more run heavy team between Ford and Hunt. I mean, that's the only two people I would feel uh, good about going forward. But that's Joker? it. That's the Browns. That's the Browns situation. That's the Browns story. Joku season. Joku season. Nice. Uh, maybe. Could be right. Could be right. Unless he's going to block for all his running backs now. Good. No. Good luck figuring it out. All right. Uh, do you want to talk about anything else until we can get into the stuff that I figured we could talk about? It was well thought out. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd, I'd love to hear your beautiful rundown. Week two of Nando Would doing the rundown. I hope you all are happy. God, would you rather? Would you rather get tickets on the fifty-yard line to a figurative Texans-Dolphins game, and you get free steak for the duration of the game, or would you this rather spend so one night? Dumb. This is what you wanted to lead with. Oh, you told me to do it. I didn't. This is like the fifth thing on here. I, what I really want to know is. Gus Edwards and Keaton Mitchell, right? Like, it seems like they can coexist to a degree. Yeah. They're going to take chunks of yardage. Is that mm-hmm. going to negate? Like, if you're a Lamar Jackson 
owner, uh, GM, are you sitting there like Gus Edwards is going to get his? Like, right? Like, Gus Edwards, every year we, we fail to learn this lesson that the Ravens love Gus Edwards. And if there's even the slightest opening, they're going to let Gus Edwards kick down that door and get volume, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And now we got Keaton Mitchell who can get like four touches and 112 yards. <laughs> yeah. Right. Listen, it's going to so, be I mean, tough, that, though. Does that, I mean, like, when we talk a lot about, like, like, say, Deontay Foreman of Justin Fields is back. Fields is going to take some of those rushing yards away, right? Mm-hmm. Is, is this going to be the opposite in Baltimore, where these two running backs are going to take away the rushing yards from Lamar Jackson? No. No, I don't. I they don't, don't need him so. to run. Yeah. I, I'm sure they want to protect him. I think the days of watching Lamar run, you know, 12 to 15 times in a game are over just because of the added, uh, what, Keaton Mitchell brings to this offense. Now they could give him those extra, you know, three to five carries, but in terms of just the backfield, Nando, yeah. You know, Gus Edwards played 52% of the snaps this past week, the week before it was a lot less. Um, Keaton Mitchell only played 24% of the snaps this week. And Harbaugh after the game said he really didn't have a reason why Keaton Mitchell didn't play more and that he should have. And that in the future going forward, he will you know, be more in the mix. That's what we want to hear is Keaton Mitchell owners, right? Uh, at least coach speak, he's given him a, a vote of confidence there. I think the odd man out going forward is Justice Hill. He only played, he I played mean, 25%, yeah. but he played 25% of the snaps again. He actually got a touchdown called back or else his day would have been, uh, you know, a little more useful. Uh, just based on talent alone, I think it becomes a two-man backfield starting Tomorrow, uh, you know, in this great game on a Thursday night, Cincinnati and Baltimore, finally, after we've gotten so many stinkers on Thursday nights lately. But um, this is a good opportunity for Mitchell and and Gus Edwards to maybe be in like one of those 60-40 time splits. I see Justice Hill fading uh, to oblivion uh, in this backfield. That's what we want to see. Gus Edwards should probably wind up being the guy that plays in the red zone more. Keaton Mitchell inside the 20s. And uh, and hopefully that's what it turns out to be, you know, because I, I, as a Keaton Mitchell owner, I did start him in, in the spots that I had him last week and got lucky on the long touchdown run. The thing, if you didn't watch Keaton Mitchell last week, Keaton Mitchell dropped a long touchdown pass as well. Yeah. And that would have been huge. That would have probably put him over the 20 point uh, mark, uh, you know, fantasy wise. And his game and his day would have looked a lot bigger. So he needs to come down with those. If he comes down with those, who knows? Maybe he's off and running with the total backfield uh, catch-wise. But I don't think Gus Edwards – Gus Edwards hasn't done anything these last, you know, month and a half. With yeah, the job. he only averages so, six yards a carry. I mean, he sucks. Yeah, right? I mean, and he scores every single week. And the only person that is really, you know, taking the big hit is us Lamar Jackson owners because every time they get within the five, those – you know, direct runs for Lamar Jackson that used to get us in the end zone in years past are going to Gus Edwards. And it's frustrating because Lamar Jackson has bombed out three weeks in a row with less than 20 fantasy points. So hopefully that turns around as well. I think this is the perfect game for Lamar Jackson uh, tomorrow night to put up some pretty good numbers versus the Cincinnati uh, defense that just played a shootout with the Texans. So I don't know. That's uh, that's the way I see it, Nando. I think you got to look at Gus Edwards as a you know a, a low end RB two and a Keaton Mitchell as a high end flex. All right. Okay. With the with with the caveat that in future weeks we're hopefully looking at Keaton Mitchell as a top fifteen back. But I mean Keaton Mitchell, the downside with him is four for nineteen and no touchdown. Oh, that's, right? like, that's why. That's why I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so if I didn't just say what I meant no, to say. No, you said high-end flex. I'm just, I'm just saying like. No, you're, no, you know. you're right, Nando. But what I wanted to say is, you know, right now it's tough to even, as as excited as we are as a fantasy community about Keaton Mitchell, and we spoke about him obviously at length last week, and the whole yeah. fantasy community. And I brought all, him up like you know, week about, two and you ignored yeah, 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 yeah. And then he didn't play for the next three weeks. So well, you would have had him on your bench though. You're right. But you can't you can't really play him right now unless you're hoping to get, you know, the the big explosion runs like last week out of his limited carries. So yeah. you could wind up with a three in your lineup. That's you know that's the risk that you take playing Keaton Mitchell. I want to talk to you about Minnesota for a minute. Uh, Ty Chandler was the number one added player in CBS leagues last night by a lot. It was the top two. 
Yeah. I know you don't want to talk about the second one, but it was no. Ty Chandler and then the Washington defense. But Ty Chandler, I think, is interesting because <laughs> that was that was the second most added player or was Washington's defense. That's what I was trying. That's why I was like you were like everyone listening doesn't understand like the the no. the anger that comes out of these text messages when you bring up what I think is a pretty smart topic. Yeah. But Chris doesn't want to talk about the commander's DST. Okay. Let's talk about Jamar Chase. No. Anyway. I, I want to talk about whoever you want to talk about now. Well, I'll talk about Dwayne McBride. Ty Chandler definitely is def, Ty Chandler is definitely um going to be the lead back. Uh well, let me back up here. Uh he's definitely gonna be the the most added player, is what I'm trying to say this week. Uh in, in Fab. Uh people see him as uh, he got 15 carries last week. He's in an explosive offense, an offense that everybody wants to get a piece of. You know, he, it's just like the Texans offense or one of these red hot offenses, a Lions yeah. offense. Uh, and here's my thing with Ty Chandler, Nando. It's one of these, you know, flavor of the week type ads. And I'm not saying he's a bad ad, Nando. I'm just saying there's holes where this could blow up, just like the DeMarcado ad, just like the Zach Evans ad. Um this could blow up just because Madison could show up on the practice field on Friday, clear concussion and all everybody that was in need of a running back this week that said, all right, you know, he's the big ad of the week. I need a running back. Let me drop this money that I have still. There's only three or four weeks left. Let me go get Ty Chandler. And then it blows up on them when he's, you know, back to, you know, just a committee. Maybe, maybe he, he did he earn any- himself. He's not going to take over for Alexander Madison. If See, Alexander that's what I Madison think. Is fully, do you think Madison's going to be relegated when he's fully healthy to being the backup to Ty Chandler all of a sudden? I mean, they went and traded for Cam Akers and started Cam Akers over him. And Ty Chandler's playing better than Alexander Madison in this offense. To me, Madison's falling into like the Tony Pollard. On what? Thing, or maybe uh, on what? Two, on what? Two quarters of, of uh, yeah, work? Two, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Two quarters uh, of work. And I mean, then they're, they're not going to go and they're not going to go and all of a sudden just say, okay, um, you know, uh, he's what do you call it? Uh, he's he's now our starter, and let's just forget yeah. about the first <laughs> yeah, ten weeks of not? Alexander not, Madison. Yeah, Madison I, not being great. Madison, I mean, they, passes be, better. The coaching staff, yes, true. The coaching staff gave Madison a full bill of confidence. Uh, you know, for ten weeks now. And then when they made the Cam Akers for Cam Akers and then starting Cam Akers or giving Cam Akers more volume. Why do you say that? When did they start Cam Akers, Nando? They brought Cam Akers, they brought Cam Akers over. And what's the first thing they said? And then continue to say week after week while Cam Akers was on the team. Alexander Madison is our lead back. He's our starter. Cam Akers will will work in. They brought him in to to be the backup. Did Cam Akers work in or did Cam Akers have better numbers yeah he was he was cutting into he was cutting in and he and he had some uh and he had better like numbers. we care who gets the first carry of the game that's the starter listen madison was well on his way to being the starter again but cam Akers had 22 carries for 29 yards but he still had 22 carries the last week we oh now. number number wise cam Akers was killing it listen yeah, they're, they're all they're all shitty running backs Okay. Oh, family show. Uh, They were all shitty running backs. But listen, people are going to go in tonight and and go get Ty Chandler, just like they did last night in in Yahoo Leagues. Senior football knows what I'm talking about, man. I'm not saying saying that Cam, I'm not saying that Cam Akers wasn't cutting more into Madison's role. He was. I'm just saying Madison was still the starter. You get the first carry of the game and you're the starter. Right. Okay. Alexander Madison. You, this is one of your topics where you're going to beat to death, right? No, no. I, just, I mean, senior. You know, I see somebody in the in the chat talking about Rico Dowdell, Rico Rico Dowdell, and that's the no. guy I love. Yeah, I, I always call him Dowdell. Right. Uh, I went to school with a kid Dowdell, I guess, so maybe that's why I say it Dowdell. I love what I see out of him. I, I love what I see out of him, and I would. I'd have him right there at the top of my priority list, if not on. I, I have Rico on uh, a couple of my benches. I'm excited. I, I got a feeling, Nando, that this backfield becomes another one of these 50-50 type splits after what Rico did this past week, again, outplaying Tony Pollard. 
Tony Pollard just isn't happening, man. And and I know I said last week that and, – and the focus of the show is throwing in the towel on certain players. Last week, in my opinion, was Tony Pollard's last hurrah. Like, yeah. if you can't get it done and blow up, uh, you know, this versus the Giants as 17-point favorites at home, if you can't give me one of those 18 carries for 120 and a touchdown type games – you know, I don't know. The The sad part is they come in this week. They're 11-point favorites on the road versus Carolina. And this is another week where people are like, all right, I'll give Pollard one more chance. Because if you're a Tony Pollard owner and you've gotten burned almost for 10 weeks now, how do you drop him to the bench now? How do you not play him versus Carolina? Well, I mean, I guess it's kind of like the Bijan Robinson thing, right? Like you're benching, 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 benching. All of a sudden last week, Arthur Smith's like, hey, let's, take, let's see what happens. If we give it's, this guy it's 20 the touches. toughest part. Yeah, it's the toughest part of, um, you know, playing fantasy, Nando, is, you know, you drafted these guys high. When do you throw in the towel and, and sit them down on the bench if you don't have, like, better options? And that's tough to do because, you know, you really have to have a great draft to have better options on your team that blew up than your first, second, or third round draft pick, especially at running back, Nando. Like right. if you're a Tony Pollard owner, you're kind of in a position week in and week out where you just got to put him in your lineup and hope that it's the breakout week or at least that he gives you something that doesn't sink you. But five fantasy points again in a dream matchup versus the Giants sinks you, you know. So here we are again going into week 11 versus Carolina. And I I have Tony Pollard. I am going to play him again, uh, you know. But it's tough. It's tough. If I had better options on some of those teams, I might have to think about it. But is, uh, Rico, Rico is playable uh, this week, no doubt about it, whether as a, a low-end RB2 or a flex play. I know I have one league where I have uh, Bijan Robinson and Ramondre Stevenson as my top two backs, and they're both on a bye. As well as, listen, Jonathan Taylor is on a bye this week. And yeah. Alvin Kamara is on a bye this week. So this is kind yeah. of the bye week where even though they're, they're crappy teams that are on a bye week, it's, you know, four teams that have top 15 running backs, all of them. And so you're taking four big time running backs off out of our fantasy world this week. You got to have to find a Rico Dowdell. To, to play or Gus Edwards God. or Keaton. Mitchell. I can't wait to see how you spell his name in your column tonight. I'm going to spell it seven different ways and yeah. make sure I, I keep doing that over. Oh, we've got a commercial. Hold on. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after this sound effect and then a commercial and then another sound effect. This episode is brought to you by Rival Fantasy. Rival Fantasy, the coolest fantasy platform not enough people know about, but they will once I'm done, baby, because they're always innovating. They just rolled out seasonal leagues. We set them up for patrons, for our listeners, and they funded over $1,000 in payouts. That's what Rival's all about. They're always innovating. They already had the fantasy book where you can take overs and unders, stack them up, multiply your payout, but then they added challenges so you can set your own lines and put them out there for the community and then you can browse the community's lines and say hey this guy's crazy i'm gonna take the other side it's cool and they have fantasy bingo rival fantasies reminded me how much fun i can have with fantasy football and use that promo code player the promo code is player they give you a 100 instant deposit match plus 25 dollars plus a free play that promo code is player for up to 125 dollars in deposit bonus and a free play You can't beat it. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. There's a lot going on here. A lot of buttons I got to hit. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. You'll figure it out, buddy. No, I mean, it's it's just I got to just place them a little better. So I go blip, 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 blip. Nice. I got a live question from a co-worker, but he's still typing it. So we'll get to that in a second, Christoph. Sounds good. 
Does that good to you? All right, what do you want to yeah, talk buddy. about? Whatever you want to talk about. What's your next topic there? Uh, you pal? said you were going to write the rundown. You know, so I got I got away. burned I this. Threw it away. I got burned by uh, that TJ Hawkinson news uh, early Sunday morning that he was going to play limited snaps with that yeah, injury. How about, that, that never. That, dude, how many times having, have you gotten burned by limited snaps? Like so burned. Oh, Nando, I, I just. What was it? Was the Cowboys? Nando, I don't. Cowboys? I don't have two. No, I, I don't remember. What no, I was like one week. Schefter's like make two... up in your head. No, I was like week fourteen, week thirteen. It was like it was either like first week of the playoffs or right before the playoffs. And I think there were two Cowboys receivers who were both hurt at the same time. And Schefter had yeah. tweeted like, "Oh, expect them to be severely limited." And then they went off and had like 120 yards each. How do you not remember that? You remember everything. Uh, yeah, I don't. You're talking about what last year, obviously. No, 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 this is like seven years ago. This is like a long time. Oh ago. yeah, yeah. Like, How do you not like remember seven years example. ago when? Ah, because it was ridiculous. famous. You're ridiculous. It was like anyway. It was like the I screwed all of you with this. I remember when Adam Schefter did that. I remember when when that happened with Jimmy Graham. If that somehow it was like twenty to twenty minutes before one o'clock, and Jimmy Graham. I remember there was the uh, report. That oh he's he got hurt in warmups he might not play or limited snaps or something like that and yeah. I remember pulling him from my lineup and Jimmy Graham at the time was like you know one of the best players and he still scored and had like a twenty something point fantasy day and I'll never forget that so that was one of them but now though these you're beat have to reporters show until I figure out this answer these beat reporters I mean it just keeps blowing up in their faces and and fantasy players. Because I was getting bombarded with text on Sunday morning. As soon as that Hawkinson report came through with the, uh, you know, limited, you know, limited snaps today. When you hear limited snaps, the first thing in your head goes, all right, he's going to sit on the sideline most of the day. And, and in the red zone, he's going to come in for a couple plays. And, and that's that. So you start panicking. And, you know, unfortunately for me, I had on my two TJ Hawkinson teams, I had, uh, you know, Dalton Kincaid. And Dalton Schultz as my backups on each. And I pulled TJ Hawkinson just because I was like, ah, you know what? I have good options. I have two other tight ends that, you know, Kincaid's a top five tight end. Schultz now is like a top eight. I said, I have good, healthy receiver uh, tight ends that I can play. And I go and miss TJ Hawkinson's huge blow up 33 point fantasy performance. So, you know, that really kicked me in the you know where on uh this past week and of course it always works out that way it's not like he just comes out it it always works out that way where it's not like oh hawkinson comes out and he has like a four catch for 40 yards and you're like all right whatever it's the game that you completely blow up so uh you know that was definitely one of them the other thing the, the christian mccaffrey uh was a complete joke absolute joke uh them trying to get him that touchdown down the stretch uh it it was ridiculous you know they could have wound up hurting him the game's a complete blowout all the starters are on the sideline and the coach is trying to feed christian mccaffrey uh, a touchdown to keep his streak alive you know i'm sure fantasy owners appreciated it but if he gets hurt in that situation they wouldn't have been loving it that's for sure here's a Here's a question from Joanna that I wanted yeah. to bring up that you laughed at me about. Last okay. week we talked about uh, your guy Michael Carter when you laughed off Dalvin Cook. Yep. Who should I drop for Israel? Yep. Abig- oh, go ahead then. No, go ahead. You're not even looking at the screen. What are you doing? Are you texting me something else now? Oh, my God. Go ahead. Mind your business. I got things going on. So the Jets. Uh, Who should I drop for Izzy Abanaconda? Yeah, uh, should I drop Justice Hill, DeMarcado, Pierre Strong, or Jordan Mason? Joanna, good question. Above if you, don't uh, like you can you can literally say choice D, all of the above. Um, I would drop out of out of those four. I would drop DeMarcado. I think he's done. I think that was uh, over and done with. But I, I would drop all of these guys. Uh, you know, Jordan Mason, I'd hold on to just because if Christian McCaffrey goes down down the stretch. I think him and Elijah Mitchell form like a nice little committee. So you don't want to lose that. But everybody else is droppable there. The thing you you actually sent me a text last night laughing at me because in this show last week, I recommended picking up and stashing Michael Carter. So you were like, oh, nice recommendation with Michael Carter. (laughs) I would never. I would never. 
no, they, privately mock you for a bad call you made. You did. And the funny thing is, uh, the joke's on you because Michael Carter getting dropped, uh, getting uh, released yesterday was actually the best news you could get for if you stashed Michael Carter as your RB7 on the back end of the bench. Michael Carter is going to get signed and picked up in the next 24 hours uh, by a team and probably be on the field or close to being on the uh, or will be in someone's backfield by next week and probably in a better situation, hopefully, in one of these teams that needs a nice backup running back. Okay, maybe your Minnesota Vikings, Nando, who knows? So um, that would be a dream. Because Michael Carter is a good running back. This really surprised me. It made absolutely no sense. But uh, Robert Sala today, uh, right before the show, said that he felt it was unfair to keep Michael Carter around and that he should give – he wants to see what Izzy of Anaconda can do. So he will be dressed. He will be – I won't be shocked if he takes over for Dalvin Cook and he's the second running back getting touches. So – Izzy definitely is a, a, a ad tonight. Uh, I wouldn't break the bank for him at all because Brees Hall is going to be the, the lead back and will continue to be get the majority of touches. But Izzy Abanaconda could be the RB2 on this team going forward and is, is as we've seen across the NFL landscape, might be one hit away uh, or Brees Hall hamstring injury away from Izzy being the lead back down the stretch for the Jets. You've seen it. You've seen crazier things happen. It happens all the time. And he's one of those guys to stash. And if you had Michael Carter last week as a $1 stash, you're not dropping him tonight. It was good news that he got released, not bad news. You so. are such a Jets fanboy that you, yeah. you're so blinded yeah. by Michael Carter. Uh, well, you know what? I can't say that because Michael Carter to me is like like before Brees Hall, everyone's like, oh, Michael Carter's amazing, amazing. What are you saying? And then like Brees Hall shows up and he's like, he sucks. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I've defended him a lot just like by the virtue of fantasy players having short memories okay. and just like li- just like liking the new fresh thing. Okay, here's the question mm-hmm. from my coworker if you're ready. Okay. He's got to drop one of these running backs. Well, he doesn't have to. He's got to bench one of these four running backs. He's got it's a standard league, so I know that you just <laughs> pooped your pants. Yeah. Uh ETN, Richard White, Ty Chandler and Jalen Warren. Who do you bench in that group? Do you bench Rashad White? Uh, in a, it was actually, timeout. In a standard league, yeah, yeah, you bench Rashad White. Yes. Rashad White still doesn't get it down on the – yeah, but, he, I mean, he's getting it done receiving-wise. But who the hell plays standard anymore? I don't you know, know, man. Like, so why come do you, on, why man. do you mock people who don't do play we, high stakes? Standard – what does high stakes have to do with standard? Because it's PPR. Standard you, you is like such a PPR playing fans. Because it's like playing – at least tell me it's a half-point PPR league. At least half-point. I don't make fun of anybody, but standard. Oh, it's so boring. It's so like 1992 fantasy football. But uh, I feel like Rashad if White standard. Rashad White's coming on, uh, yeah. and and he's and he's getting it done receiving wise. I think he had like 20 carries for 51 yards rushing. Uh, so the yards isn't going to be there, but he's getting in the end zone. So I can't say to sit him. So uh, I'm still going to say Ty Chandler out of those guys. Uh, that Pittsburgh backfield is a true another oh. 50-50 split. They're yeah. both playable, though. They're both playable. But let's touch on that Steelers offense for a minute, Nando, because it's a disgrace. Kenny Pickett's not an NFL starting cornerback, <laughs> quarterback. Uh, he needs to sit. He completely uh, – I don't know what they're doing in Pittsburgh here, but Deontay Johnson and, you know, Deontay Johnson got four targets this past week, one catch. That was one of the biggest surprises but I think we're in for it going forward. I think we're in trouble here as owners of George Pickens or Kenny Pickett because the Steelers know, listen, we got to hide this quarterback, okay? He threw for 126 yards versus a Packers defense that was missing Jair Alexander and is bad, okay? And that's pathetic. So uh, Deontay Johnson and George Pickens owners got to be shaking in their boots going forward. This is going to be a run-heavy team. Jalen Warren and Najee Harris are going to continue to see probably 15 carries each. And they're both, you know, high-end RB2s, in my opinion. Uh, high-end RB2 puts them at, like... Top eight. I'd say top 18. Through Okay, all right. Top 18. Like, right in that range, 15 to 18. 
Najee Harris been a bit of a disappointment, yeah. right? Uh, Najee Harris, not not lately, no, no. Najee uh, Harris, Najee Harris. Everybody wanted to write him off, um, you know, for uh, September and most of October. And these last two or three weeks, they uh, Najee Harris has looked a lot better, and he's gotten back into people's starting lineups as an RB two. So here we got a uh, we got a yeah. This question showing up in light blue. Yes, so, let's and answer a star it. on it. Yeah. Say word two dollars. Would you start Chandler over Pollard this week? Oh, uh, say word. Um, I I don't have the you know what to start Ty Chandler over Tony Pollard. So this is the second I, time I you haven't said balls, and you but you've sworn several. Well, times. You, you you know we might have you might have kids listening. You know we're a family sh- we're a family friendly show. But say word. I don't have the balls to uh, start Tony Pollard over Chandler this week. No. Man, that's I mean, so you've hated Chandler all show, and now all of a sudden, listen, that Denver defense is uh, playing a lot better, and and it's funny because you know I've been looking at the schedule for a couple weeks and going, when are they going to flex this Vikings Broncos Sunday night game out? Because it was looking like a disaster from two uh, a couple weeks ago, and now Minnesota and Denver are like two of the hottest teams, and the game stood up, and it's not a bad Sunday night game for uh, you know for our national audience, so. Uh, it's still Tony Pollard over um, uh, Ty Chandler for me. Sorry. No. Oh, um, yeah. That 12 o'clock meeting that I got pulled into got canceled. So we can start oh. the show at 1130 now if you'd like. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. You can't cancel this for 17 minutes. We do oh, things wow. to accommodate. We do things to accommodate you every week, Nando. So, I mean, why well, stop Well, we do now? a lot to accommodate you, too. Nah, I don't know about that. Every week, can we move the show? Can we do a Tuesday? And a, can we switch the day? Can we switch the app? You're a drama queen. You're you're high maintenance, and I adjust because I'm That's the true. working man's man. I am, and thank you. I think everyone. We got a lot of comments in here that are also blue, saying thank you for wearing uh, a shirt that covers up your V-neck today. Which I guess no I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> hey, can we talk about? Um, uh, this defense thing, real. I know you don't want to talk about it. I just, I just want to go ahead, real quick. What do you want to talk about? So the second most added element in CBS leagues was uh, the Commanders DST, and you know me, I, I watched the All Twenty Two, and I was sending you pictures from it, and you, <laughs> you were, you were knocking me for it. But I, so, seriously though, but I wanted to mm-hmm. see, like, I don't, I don't know why I'm nah, obsessed no, with it, this now because every why? smug person in my league picked up the like. It's like. Sure. It's not just like the good yeah. players casually picked up the commanders. It's the okay. It's the it's like this the. Why super, is this hard like, for you? Why is this a difficult thing to for you to understand? There because the commanders defense every isn't good. defense. It's not you're good. right. You're right. The defense, the Washington defense sucks. Okay, they, they have well, scored the what? fewest points in the last three weeks since the trade deadline. The fewest fantasy points scored. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But everyone's gonna pick up Washington's D and stream them. This week, because you know what? There's I don't not think Tommy DeVito's great... the guy you want to stream against. Okay, that's your know. first one. That's your first one. I think you said one stupid thing earlier, so that's your second one. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling so... you, man. Did okay, you... no, uh, you, no, you nobody, you don't want to stream against Tommy DeVito. Oh my god. I, well, but, I don't think yeah. it's a slam dunk that you think. If you had a middle of the road defense, fine, right? Like, but like the Commanders traded away their two best. That wasn't the point. Players. What you just said is, I don't think Tommy DeVito's who you want to stream against. No, Nando. That's exactly why Washington's the second biggest picked up defense uh, uh, added player this week is because they, and people don't care about how bad the Washington defense actually is, they which they are. They should. They just care about picking on Tommy DeVito and knowing that they're going to get five or six sacks. I don't and think they're Tommy gonna... DeVito's probably going to throw uh, an interception or two. So it's, and, and the game is on the road. So that's it, Nando. There's nothing else to look nah. into. I don't don't go galaxy braining this. It's as simple as that. It's a bad defense. I'm not galaxy braining. You are. It's no. It's every that's defense that plays against the Giants going forward is going to be the defense of the week. You're going to see to to start pretty much. So I don't know, man. That, I mean, they got Matt, they're not touching Matt Barkley, right? I, I don't yeah. think like if you're Brian Dayball, yeah, yeah, I'm cool with tanking. Like people just want to take my job away, right? Like no big deal. Oh, I love it. My Giants are now second, uh, you know, drafting uh, second overall right now. And they will be first overall by the time uh, the season ends, I believe. So Dude. I'm excited for it. Bring on Drake May, or Drake May or Caleb Williams. Love it. The Giants are plus nine. 
right now. Oh, you should, you should, uh, you should. I'm going to tease the lineup. Yeah, are you ready for this? Or whatever you do. <laughs> Alternate spread. Alternate spread. Giants. Wait. Let's do Giants minus two. See what that, that gets you plus 370. Giants. So what's the point? Like, what's the plus 374 is pointless. I mean, you just want like a million dollars for taking an underdog. But listen, uh, this I, I'm week telling you, man, is this week is three game teaser heaven. Let me now. The, let me teach you a little bit about gambling. I know what a teaser. This I know week what a teaser is, is. Thank you. This week you? is three team teaser heaven. Okay, you're getting ten points on your three game teaser. Take the Lions, the 49ers, the Dolphins, all down to under three points, and enjoy your Sunday. Okay, and and what's funny about that is I'm sorry, throwing Dallas, throwing Dallas instead of Miami. That's Hold on, wait, my Lions? favorite three teams: Lions, Dallas, and San Fran. Okay, so you're taking the Lions down to a pick'em, you're taking the Niners down to one, and you're taking Dallas down to one. The Lions, Cowboys, and Niners, three of the best teams in the NFL. Okay, versus three of the worst teams. And you and it's a three game teaser. And the crazy thing about this week is you also have Washington, and you have um, uh, Miami. Also, that's Washington's a ten point favorite. Miami is a twelve point favorite. So you could take any of those five teams, whoever you love you, the best out of those three. Uh, you know, three out of those five, and three game tease them down. So. Um, it, you know, I don't like to do teasers. They're sucker bets. But every oh, yeah. now and then we get a week like this where the spreads are, are huge. Okay. And, senior football's um, got a point. Senior, all favorite teams. Yeah. Easy yeah. Bets. I mean, come on. Why don't you give us something hard, man? Like Giants, money line. Listen, nothing's easy in gambling. But sometimes you want to, you know, sometimes you, you want a nice bet. So I think people go. are paying us $2. Yeah. Yeah. Answer the question. What's the question? I don't think it's a question. I think you just gave us two bucks. Oh, well, thank you. Oh, let me see. Let me see if you did anything. You don't have to do Please don't feel like you have to give us money. Like, uh, Chris owns a bar. He's good. Nando's totally going to take the money himself. He charges $12. You know what? We should do We should, should, uh, why don't we give this money that we make here to, like, Fantasy Cares? Me and you will go on the shopping spree for Scott Fish. Yeah, that's what we'll do. Anybody that contributes, uh, uh, donates money, that we'll put it off to the side and we'll buy something. Sounds good. Great idea. Yeah, and we'll match it. Yeah, there he is. I, if, yes, he had a question. Justin Herbert is a sell high. If Theo you, will match it personally. Justin Herbert is a sell high if you have a second quarterback with the schedule getting tougher again. Especially. Let's talk about this Chargers offense. Top 10, yeah, so let's talk about this Chargers offense. Right now probably is the time to sell Justin Herbert. Um, For CJ Stroud? I don't. I don't think anybody's. I don't know if anybody will do that, but that's definitely in consideration. I would probably take C.J. Stroud. I'll tell you why. Justin Herbert. He's just. You know, he's got Keenan Allen. Let me tell you this: If Keenan Allen's shoulder injury was something more worse when he left and went to the locker room, all Justin Herbert owners took a collective sigh of, uh, you know, collective breath and were like, "Okay, my season's over." Because without Keenan Allen in that offense, Justin Herbert's not a top 12 quarterback fantasy-wise week in and week out. Okay. And right now, there's going to be – I know last week we talked about Gerald Everett and I and how I love Gerald Everett um, for this offense. And he got hurt in this game. And I don't know, uh, you know, what his status is going to be this week and going forward. It's just always something with Gerald Everett. But we talk about people uh, to pick up on the waiver wire tonight. Jalen Guyton is somebody to keep your eye on. Okay. He he caught four balls for 41 yards and a touchdown. He could wind up establishing himself as the wide receiver two in this offense until Josh Palmer comes back. And he got six targets and he made the most of it. Uh, he's been on IR pretty much all season long and just came off of it last week. So Jalen Guyton is a sneaky ad for um, all, all of our listeners here. Herbert needs some help in this offense. It just can't all be Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler out of the backfield. He's going to need somebody to step up here. So uh, look for Jalen Guyton. If he does it again this week, he's he could see himself in flex position going wide, going uh, going forward. Just got a note in Slack. Yeah. About a DTR going in for the Browns. About his best connection. Okay. 
What is, what is that? I don't know if I'm actually allowed to say this because oh yeah, I think it is Cedric Tillman. Um. Okay. How about that? Yeah, I mean, listen, it's uh, Cedric Tillman's uh, found himself now in, in the wide receiver three role there. But if you want to trust Cedric Tillman going forward, and he's probably the fourth option, fourth option after Njoku, um, Cedric Tillman's going to be that type of wide receiver, Nando, that is just like a one catch for 50, like a Jalen Hyatt on the Giants. He's not going to get yeah. heavily targeted. It's just yep. going to be boom or bust, you got to hope. So, you know, he's a best ball dream. So there you go. Answer Max again. He paid $2 for charity. Purdy's my other quarterback that is a safer. Yeah, I like Purdy going forward, man, especially this week at home versus Tampa. Listen, Purdy came back. And uh, while we're on the the, the topic, Nando, I put in a bet uh, after Sunday uh, to Niners to win the Super Bowl. To me, Niners are the best team in football. They're going to win the Super Bowl this year. Uh, everybody's been a little cautious because of Purdy, but this Niners defense is the best defense in football now that they got these acquisitions and uh, all their weapons are healthy. It's just Brock Purdy uh, is going to take them as far as he can. And and I think Purdy showed on the road, dropping 295, three touchdowns, look good. They have McCaffrey in the backfield to rely on. But Purdy's a reliable, drive-the-bus type of fantasy quarterback. Each week he'll be – 250 and two, he won't burn you. And he'll have those weeks where, like last week, he drops 30 fantasy points. So, yeah, Purdy's definitely another option. We're getting some good fantasy quarterbacks back uh, with Purdy playing better now and, and Justin Fields getting healthy and coming back. Kyler Murray back in the mix. Um, you know, we're getting some, you know, we're getting a nice little shot of, of adrenaline in, into our quarterback position. Yeah, there's another five bucks from Max. I'm glad we're donating. Yeah, thanks. Everybody contributing. Thanks, Max. Uh, nice. Thank you, Max. Yeah. Thank you. Um, we'll all go to buying uh, kids, um, you know, a gift for uh, the holidays. Uh, Joanna wants to those, bars and or, or we can, or, or, or Nando probably will take all this money and put it towards his pie. Uh, you know, his no, pie. pie no, today was school. the deadline to order pies. So today was the the deadline. Record setting pie sale, my friend. Yeah, you would have to show me numbers. Okay, I could just numbers. I, I would love to actually. Yeah. Joanna, no, the bar is in uh, uh, in Tribeca. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's a good bar. How great was that Lions charge? Speaking of the Chargers, how great was that Lions Chargers game? Well, and let's you talk. Know, you know, last well, week you, we you also talk talked about all this stuff in the, the Lions that helps nobody. Okay, what do you want to talk about? You're, no, you're just no, sitting there not to... talking about anything. Bring up your – where's your topics, Nando? You know what's going to happen? Bring them up. You're going to you're gonna do that thing in a you couple days. You had three topics. That's where you're like, you're I listened back to the show, and uh, I talked a lot. I'm sorry about no, that. No. I really no, hogged the show. Say, I'm just going to say, Nando, you, you weren't bringing up topics and players. Let's go. I can't. If you don't you're take a breath, dying. I can't. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to throw some things up on the board, some questions. I'm letting you plug your bar. And you see that as an opportunity to jump into a game from two weeks ago that nobody cares about that has no relevance in week 11. Let's talk about the Chargers again. <laughs> Imagine if Jamar Chase got traded to the Chargers. Your head would explode every week. This would be a four-hour show. Just about the, every single – remember that play Jamar Chase made in the third quarter for the Chargers? That was hey, amazing. genius. 12, I was talking about the Lions. I was talking about the Lions, not the Chargers just now, and the backfield split between Jameer Gibbs and uh, and David Montgomery. I you think want to talk, talk about, about that? Isn't that useful? Gibbs. Well, just, I just want to put a bow on this Washington DST real quick, and I'll leave this up from Tyler <sighs> oh so we remember God. to talk about this. Oh, my God. Well, 11 points. Let's put the line at 11 points for the DST. I'll say under. I'll tease it down to eight. What would you like to? What would you like to? <laughs> tease the defense <laughs> points down. What to What would eight. you like to? Uh, I'd do a friendly wager with you. Yeah. What do you? Yeah. You say under eight fantasy points. I'll say. No, over I'd say eight. eleven. I think eleven good. is the. I think eleven is lunch. The, uh, yeah. Lunch. Lunch. On the person who loses. Okay. We'll go back to the Adams tab. Tyler, you actually want to talk about fantasy, huh? And the Gibbs and Montgomery useful backfield split. Yeah, let's do that instead of the Washington defense for 18 minutes. Okay. You can pretend sure. that you're uh, looking Thanks, for uh... Tyler. Sounds good. Oh, here. Tyler's got my back, though. Under I was surprised. I was surprised that Montgomery, maybe I'm not going to read too, too much into this because I was surprised 
that Montgomery played less than uh, got less than 40% of the snaps. Gibbs played a lot more than I thought, but he deservedly uh, should have, you know, Gibbs earned that right. I just thought it would be the other way around. I thought it would be a 60, 40 split Montgomery wise. This is one of those rare backfields, just like the Steelers Nando, where both running backs are plug and play guys. Okay. And Gibbs, just might be a top 12 RB1 every week going forward. But I don't think Montgomery can be looked at as uh, less than that. The Lions schedule these next two weeks is a dream. At home versus the the Bears, and then on Thanksgiving at home versus the Packers. So two games where you could comfortably start Gibbs and Montgomery's top 12 fantasy running backs. Um, I just want to give it another week here and see if Gibbs is like more of gets more of the piece of the pie over Montgomery. I still think that maybe they were trying to ease Montgomery back in after a uh, uh, you know the time off, and I think we'll slowly slowly start to see Montgomery get more touches, especially in the red zone. That was what I was the, the most surprised at was that in the red zone when they got inside the five, Gibbs wasn't coming out for Montgomery. Gibbs got goal line, and, and that's a shock to me. So um, you know, better days ahead. I, I will say this though: after Amon Ross, St. Brown, and Sam Laporta in this offense. You could comfortably drop Josh Reynolds and Jamison Williams now. There's just there's not enough to go around oh, man. here. Jamison after... Williams and Calvin Ridley. But, Those yeah. two are sticking in my mind as like these. Geez, you know, they, like on what and what part of the multiverse are these guys having great seasons? We're just on that weird one, I think. Uh, nobody's saying. Jay, I mean, two guys that are having terrible seasons, but, but Jamison Williams isn't like somebody that anybody rely on. Everybody stashed and and kept Jamison Williams thinking that he was going to be the the clear second option in the passing game for the Lions when you know we were drafting him in in September and when he once he got off of suspension and he never did and and it doesn't look like he ever will especially that they brought in Donovan Peoples-Jones who was inactive last week but listen the, the amount of touches that Montgomery and Gibbs you know deserves and demand there's not enough for a third option in this past game. And we even saw Sam Laporta take a little bit of a step back this past week. But after after those four guys in this offense, you can't play any Detroit Lions. So, you know, that's um, – I, I have a lot of Reynolds and Jamison Williams on my benches, but I, I might be cutting them loose tonight because they're just, they're just two guys that are going to get a couple targets every week, just be out there, probably play about 50% of the snaps or less – rotate and cut up whatever leftovers those four main lions let up. But Jared Goff, Nando, I love Packers Jared and Goff Lions. That's your Thanksgiving game, by the way. Packers Lions. That's what I just said. Thanks for listening. Yeah, Commanders, Cowboys, 49ers, Seahawks. Yeah, not bad. Not bad of a, of a lineup there. Uh, it's going to be fun and a nice change to finally see the Lions have a really good team and, and produce on uh, – um, you know, and be a favorite and a heavy favorite on Thanksgiving. I don't know if since I was like a kid, the Barry Sanders games, you know, they were, they were since fun. I since we were kids, Nando, yeah. I don't know if the Lions have been uh, this good on a Thanksgiving. Commanders of Cowboys. I mean, that could be like the coming out party for Sam. Well, why don't we talk about, why don't we talk stage. about, hey, Nando, why don't we talk about Thanksgiving games on next Wednesday's show, the day before Thanksgiving? It's a good idea. Great idea. Okay. How about we talk about this week's games instead? Um, we have about a minute left. We can go yeah, a little can, longer if people want. Yeah. Oh, well, your yeah. meeting got canceled, so well, I shouldn't have said anything, right? Let, all right. We'll I think the Jets, I think the Jets going into Buffalo at the right time. This Buffalo team, by the way, I'll forever hate the Buffalo Bills. I'm in a big survivor league and I had to take the Bills this past week and I got eliminated on that absolute crime of a century ending. Uh this Bills team sucks. And I've been saying it for weeks. I just tried to use them and get them out of the way uh, this last week. I thought at home versus Denver, their season was on the line and that they can actually, you know, get the win. And then I don't have to worry about using them again. They buried me. I'll forever hate the Buffalo Bills going forward. Oh, uh, come on. But, yeah, I will. I will. They They're got just... a new OC. They're, they're all, did you know Joe Brady was on the Bills? Yeah. Staff? Yeah. That's I didn't crazy. Know that. Yeah. So that's he takes exciting. over as offensive coordinator. I don't know what he's going to change other than the, the, the rumors are that, uh, you know, not rumors, but you have to believe that Stefan Diggs is going to be targeted like absolute craziness. I don't know if this is the week, though, because 
you know, Sauce Gardner most likely be, you know, follow, uh, on him. But going forward, Diggs, you could look for him as like a 12 to 15 target every week type uh, of wide receiver. Diggs has been a little disappointing, uh, you know, th- this last month, whereas the first two months every week he was a wide top three wide receiver. So uh, this past Brady week. Got he, raw, Brady got yeah, a raw deal. I think in Carolina. I mean, like it was like Matt Rule might have been the offensive coordinator, really. And like Brady, how much did he actually do? And then they fired him. And then Rule's gone a little bit later. Like, imagine if that was Steve Wilkes with Brady as his offensive coordinator. That might have been a. Yeah. They might have been like eight and four instead of six and six, right? I'm shocked that the Jets are seven point underdogs in this game. I don't care how bad that's weird, right? Is I don't care how I don't care how bad their offense is defensively they could go in and this Buffalo offense is a disaster right now. Uh, benching James Cook early in that game was a joke. Uh, you saw when he came back in, even though, even though he, he almost, we might never, never have seen James Cook again with that long run when he dropped the ball, when he dropped it and popped right back up into his arms and he took off. If he would have fumbled that away, I don't think we would have saw James Cook for weeks, but, um, you know, I'm over this fumble punishment. This is what happens if you, like, you punish a guy for fumbling and then you yeah. lose the game at the end because of that. I, I can understand if he if the kid is a fumbler That's not that every fumble. week, every week he fumbles, but he doesn't. You know, it's um, it, it was stupid because, you know, he was so explosive when he got back in the game and running wise. They could have relied on him for, for three quarters there and probably won the game if they didn't do that stupid benching and given – you know, meaningless carries to Latavius Murray. So, you know, we'll see. Can I ask you the two questions that I prepared? If they're not stupid, sure. No, they're definitely stupid. Then Would you no. rather spend the next week as Travis Kelsey or Ryan Seacrest? So, wow. This is what you think our fantasy audience want to hear. I think they do, actually. Give uh, us a thumbs up if you do, please. Or thumbs down if you don't. Please don't. But I do think someone would like to know if Chris Vaccaro would rather be Travis Kelsey or Ryan Seacrest for a week. Why is Ryan Seacrest? I don't even understand that. Because uh, they're two why? different kinds of why? celebrity. I mean, it like, could be anybody. It could be The weekend. I don't know. Like, like, just pick a celebrity. And not Travis Kelsey because I'm not a Taylor Swift, uh, you know. I knew uh, it. I'm not infatuated with her like most people are. So Yeah. All right. How about the other one? Eagles versus Chiefs on a Monday night. How <laughs> there you crazy! Go. See, I gave you a segue. You're welcome. There you go. Eagles Chiefs game of the year Monday night. Hopefully, it lives up to the billing. Yeah. Um, you know, it's we haven't seen the Eagles. I feel like in forever. Two teams coming off their bye, they get an extra day of rest. That's pretty crazy. Um, and hopefully, this game. I was surprised oh, to no. see the total only forty five. I you accidentally know, I, banned it's Chuka baby. How do I undo that? Was banned. Oh wow! Oh man, Mondo. I was trying to put his comment up, and it got. Oh I, my god, you banned someone! Oh my god, Nando. It's Chuka baby. I'm sorry. What I a dick move! What a dick move! Unbelievable. That's really messed up. Yeah, uh, it's Chuka baby. I'm so sorry. Yeah, what happens with this Bears backfield now that uh, looks like Khalil Herbert is going to finally be back? Another backfield that's all, um, you know, another fifty-fifty split. What happens with that, Nando? While you um, don't pay attention, how do I undo and... an accidental ban? On yeah, do that now. Comments. That's good. During, yeah, that's good. Do that now. <laughs> that's fine. Nando, does your guy Deontay Foreman? <laughs> yeah, right. I think he's earned it, right? I mean, hasn't he? I, mean, I guess it's kind of like Zebrafoos. Is Zebrafoos old school, or is he? He's like he earned the right to keep that job, or is he like Rashawn Johnson had that job before, so he's our guy. He definitely did. I mean, he's looked really good, and he looked good running again last Thursday night. Um, you know, 21 carries. I just can't uh, – you know, a friend asked me this the other day. I just can't see, you know, him playing as good as he has this past month and going from 21 carries to then now playing a backup role, um, you know, to Khalil Herbert now that he's healthy. I think the odd man out is Rashawn Johnson. I think Rashawn Johnson is Justice Hill pretty much. I think he's the third back uh, – you know, in, in this backfield and maybe See, Deontay me, Foreman plays the Khalil Gus Herbert. Edwards role and, right. and justice and, and Keaton Mitchell uh, is the Khalil Herbert role. I think they're very similar backfields going forward, but I'd be surprised if Dante Foreman isn't a 50 plus percent snap uh, week in and week out still. Khalil Herbert to me would be like the Michael Carter. 
And it would be Rashawn Johnson, who's the new guy you brought in, who's fresh and exciting, and Deontay Foreman. I, I just don't see teams that just because the starting running back got hurt comes back and is the third string. Like they just, you know, relegate him. I don't think coaches coaches lose locker rooms like that. You know, like, oh, this was our starter. And just because a couple of other guys out playing, you forgot all about him. And, you know, they like to – they most head coaches, like we've talked about, don't let players lose their role on the team because of injury, you know. Now That's what I'm saying. That's into, what yeah. So, God, I feel terrible. Know. It's Chuka, baby. I'm sorry, man. There's no way to reverse it according to Reddit. Oh, look him up on Twitter and send them a note. How about that? I guess I could just write it's chukababy at gmail.com, right? Yeah, sure. If there's anything we could do, maybe we should just give him the nine dollars. I feel terrible. Okay. No. It's really your fault if you would just let me put these things up like a normal person instead of telling me. All right, we're losing we're losing your focus. So let's wrap up the show. (laughs) Chris sent me a text if everybody wants to know. He's like, Don't put any more up from this person. Yeah, okay. Anyway. I'll hold it up to the screen again if Nando. End the show, dude. Why? You wanted to go long. We got time now. Maybe where can I find a notary in Westfield, New Jersey? It's unbelievable. I gotta Google that too. Bring us out. All right, folks. Have a great week eleven. We'll be back maybe next week. Who knows? But uh for We're our totally gonna be Thanksgiving back. show. For our Thanksgiving show. And Chris uh, is wearing a he's gonna be dressed as a pilgrim, I think. You promise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If the, you'll be dressed right. as a turkey. If the commanders score less than 11 fantasy points, and I'll even no. do NFFC scoring, you mm-hmm. have to dress up as a pilgrim for the next show. You said eight, just so you know. Don't yeah, well, I said I would go on it. I said, don't I would you, go don't be trying. The bet was eight, just so you no, know. No, the bet was so 11, actually. To, Rewind no, it. was eight. Rewind it. The bet was we 11. We will. You said eight. I offered no. eight as what I think would happen, like if I was no. going to bring the 11, line down. 11, it was a joke. No. It was a tease joke. Nah. You don't even, you don't even know what a tease is. Anyway, Nando, uh, love all our listeners. Thanks for tuning in. And um, thanks for listening on Spotify and Apple. And uh, we'll see you for Thanksgiving preview next Wednesday. Good luck in week 11. It's Chuka, baby. I'm sorry. We love you. So much. It's not even fun. (laughs) I don't know what's going on with this music either. Okay, bye, everybody.